0: Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White and today I am going to be sharing on revising your manuscript. So revising, 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 revising some more and revising again. So for those of you that already have a system in place, I know that each author is different, but For me, I don't know if I particularly have a set system yet. I've told you before that in the past I would just write just to write and I really didn't have anything in order. But now I am trying to go back to the drawing board. Not trying too much because I never want to stifle my creativity because writing is a creative process but I also know that you do need some type of structure some type of a system that's going to work so you can be your most productive with your writing all the way until your book is published whether you're traditional or independent but for me as an independent author I kind of went back just to see how do I revise now some authors advocate that you don't edit as You write your manuscript. I have seen the quote that says, uh, A page full, I mean, paraphrasing here, but a, any page is better than a blank page. So just remember that first draft that you're writing is going to be full of mistakes. This is something that I have to work on because, honestly, and I hate to say perfectionist, but that's probably what it is. So I'm gonna work on that. So you're not alone if you're like me with that, but I. I want it to come out right. I really do. But it's not going to come out right the first time. <laughs> Believe it or not. As hard as I try, as hard and as much as I'm seeing it in my head, the scene that I want to convey, my characters being three-dimensional, my plot being solid with conflict and tension all the way to the end, it's not going to come out right the first time. Not even the second time. Maybe not even the third time. But what I usually do with revisions is after I finish, and this is what I did in the past, so I may divide this up into two segments here if not then this just be one full episode good for me but what I would do in the past is after I would finish writing it now this is before I had professional editors I would read it out loud I have heard that um given before as advice trying to collect my thoughts here (laughs) but I would read it out loud and the most I've read my manuscript when it comes to reading out loud is probably over 10 times now that sounds like a lot but it does come in handy when you're trying to like i said get your thoughts together and it does come in handy when you're catching typos so me yeah i read out loud And that's what I would do before. I would have family members read, but I do know that some of us are a little iffy with that because family members aren't always as objective. Some of them are just so happy that, hey, we have a family member that's an author and they're just so excited for it. And, you know, they're really not reading it objectively. So um, I would have family members read it, but now I've branched off from that. So now, like I said before, I'm looking at beta readers. So I would read it out loud and then that was it. So I really didn't do a lot of intense work when it came to revising. Now, currently, I have branched out. I am more involved. I'm working on being more involved in the writing community, being a natural introvert. I may not get into every conversation that I see on social media. In terms of the writing community, the online writing community, I am looking at local chapters here in my current city. But I also know that by me branching out and meeting new people, I have developed even more in my skills and sharpened my skills as a writer because I'm seeing it through the eyes of someone else. Now, I do establish boundaries with people. I tell them exactly what I'm looking for. I'm not really looking for, a gra- for grammar and spelling notes and line by line. My editor takes care of that. So when I'm looking at a critique partner, I'm looking at more of the developmental I, and I'm looking for someone to help me with plot character development are things clear in this scene and for a beta reader I want to know what is your overall um, impression of the story and how did it affect you as a reader so you're really my test panel in a sense so now that I'm getting into that it has helped with revising And I am in the last stages of, you know, with Match Made Christmas, I'm getting it out to beta readers to get their impression of it. So however you revise is up to you. If you go through the process of an editor, critique partners, beta readers even bloggers you know reaching out to bloggers for a review if you want to do advanced reader copies if maybe you want to do a giveaway and you want to get a test panel of that from bloggers to see how they respond to your story I'm noticing that the more I have in terms of eyes I'm seeing it from a different perspective because at the same time you know you know your work like the back of your hand but when someone else is looking at your work I did have my critique partner um give me advice on one particular scene she's like this kind of feels too abrupt here I I would expand on this scene a little more and now me as the author I knew exactly what was happening but as a reader nine times out of ten they wouldn't understand what was going on and when I looked at it from an objective point of view it did feel rushed so that's your second pair of eyes there to help you now again you don't want a lot of opinions some people have more than one critique partner some people have maybe 15 to 20 beta readers that's completely up to you but I am expanding my circle if you will just a little bit just to help me see and catch those little things so that when it is out for the public to read and to enjoy I know that I put my best foot forward so when I used to just read it out loud now I'm having my critique partners look at it now I'm looking at added with my editor and now I'm getting into the beta readers. Now I did discover Microsoft Word having a read out loud. I did talk about that in a previous episode so for those of you that are on Microsoft Word there is an option for you to hear your manuscript read out loud if you don't necessarily want to read it. It does sound robotic but it did help me and Even though the voice sounded robotic, it did bring the story to life in a different way for me. So I was able to catch even more typos that way. Another thing that I do, you can look up for um, a free online converter. And what I mean by that is you can convert your manuscript, your Word document, whichever you're using, and you convert it into an EPUB file or even a Mobi file. I use the EPUB Format converter. It's free online. Make sure you make well. Make sure you download the right one because you don't want to download anything in terms of a virus on your computer. But I downloaded to read it in an EPUB file, and I read it in a different format. I have seen people advise with that. Read it in a different format so that your eye. I don't know what it is. It's like it's like when our eyes see it in a different format, we can maybe catch things even better. So if you have a Kindle, you can convert your file to a MOBI file, and you can read it on your Kindle. And if you have an EPUB file, this is more common if you have, well, for me having the iPhone and using Apple Books as my time with reading anyway, I'm able to open it up after I send it to myself and then I can open up with my phone and it can read like an ebook would had I purchased another book or downloaded a free book so converting it in different formats have helped me as well so that reading it out loud having other people look at it critique partners beta readers that's my process now currently of revising so this ended up being a nice segment here I didn't have to divide it up so cool so I hope all of this was helpful and insightful again everybody's process is different so don't feel obligated to choose one system and neglect the other if you already have a system that's working for you the key is you want to put your best material out there you want to come across at especially if you're independent especially if you're independent not that it doesn't Uh, factor into traditional publishing but as independent authors everything falls on us and we can get stereotyped as being amateurish and unprofessional and we don't want that and like I have said before we have changed the game in a sense because we are showing people no we are professional we do invest in our business as writers we do take the time to invest in editors and we do take the time to make sure our craft is as sharp and polished as possible so this is all about us portraying ourselves as you know professional taking like take me seriously type of thing so I hope you all are having an awesome day hope spring well hope spring break is going well for you and I will be back with another episode not quite sure we're going to talk about here I do have an email here from my book cover designer that may be why I'm getting a little tongue-tied here so I will be revealing that so look for that and yeah I told you guys I love book covers but remember if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you so god bless and I'll talk to you guys later bye